Welcome in to the newest episode of the Hoth Hangout Podcast. We're glad to have you with us here listening. This is the final podcast before we will listen or before we will watch the brand new Star Wars show Ahsoka. We're so very pumped about that. That's going to be our major topic of discussion today, including a little bit of news surrounding the Ahsoka show. Uh, but before we get to all of that, be of course, to, uh, of course, subscribe to the Hoth Hangout YouTube channel. And check us out on all the socials, including YouTube uh, X, as it's recently been rebranded, TikTok and Instagram. You can find us at the latter three of those at Hoth Hangout. Also, you can get the Hoth Hangout podcast in audio format anywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify and Apple. Uh, we, again, appreciate you for listening. And as I said, we're going to be talking a lot of Ahsoka today. We are very, very very much excited for the release of this show here in less than a week's time at the time of the release of this episode. Joey, how are you doing? How's your excitement levels? Uh, is how are you feeling about Ahsoka? Super high. I mean, when we were building out the notes for this particular episode, you just see Ahsoka, Ahsoka, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. I mean, pretty much the entire down, entire way down the line here. So yeah, we are. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're definitely excited. Um, I can't believe it's next week. I, I I remember when we were done with what was the last thing? Was it Bad Batch or Andor? Whichever the last show that we re- kind of watched together and reviewed together, it just seems so Bad, far yeah. away. It just seems so far away. This this uh, this week and the next week just seems so far away. But we are finally here, and uh, yeah, we are. Uh, it's going to be exciting. Definitely. One thing I also forgot to mention with the uh, Apple and the Spotify. Uh, recently we, uh, found out you can leave reviews on both of those as well. So, uh, leave a five-star review on, on Apple and Spotify. We would very much appreciate that as well. Also shout out to the 154 of you subscribed to the Hangout YouTube channel. Um, in recent Ahsoka news, Star Wars has been dropping lots of juicy content over on Twitter Mm -hmm. or I guess X now as we're calling it. Um, a couple little short clips uh, over the past week or so i would say have been released some of them a little bit more recently than others i think the most recent one was three days ago does that sound right sounds about right yeah um some of the ones we'll be discussing and breaking down today we got a little more of a clip of sabine wielding a lightsaber in combat as well as rosario dawson breaking down uh kind of a as we're calling it a, a too long didn't watch or too long didn't read <laughs> version of star wars rebels uh, or i guess ahsoka's story more generally uh, and then another one kind of focusing on uh anakin skywalker played by of course by hayden christensen uh, which was also a recent revelation that we found out about ahsoka uh so i guess let's start with the first one the sabine training sequences that it shows in this brief 45 second clip or so uh, by the way, if we'll we'll post the links to each of these clips in the uh, in the show notes for the episode as well, if you haven't seen them and you're interested in checking them out yourself. But um, essentially, what this clip shows for the first ten or fifteen seconds, uh, and then perhaps even further into the clip as well. But we're getting a first extended look at Sabine wielding a lightsaber against uh, one of the series main antagonists who it we will presume to be the main antagonist, one of them at least. Um, probably going to mispronounce her name. Shin Hati. Am, right. am I saying that right? We'll just say Shin for sure. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm just talking about someone's leg every time I see her name. <laughs> yeah. But um, So yeah, it's, it's kind of this, 
there's almost this parallelism between like Ahsoka and Balin fighting each other. Mm-hmm. It the way the yes. show is being portrayed in the marketing with the trailers and whatnot is that Shin is to Sabine as Ahsoka is to Balin. It feels like those are kind of be like counter forces throughout the uh or at least with the lightsaber duels throughout the show. What did you think of seeing Sabine with a lightsaber? I I mean we we've seen this before. We've seen it in Rebels where she's wielding the the dark saber. So mm-hmm. it's it's still it's always cool to see, but now to see which I believe is Ezra's lightsaber. I think that's what we're we are led to believe there that that's uh Ezra's lightsaber that she is fighting with. I think we should we should get some uh super uh Star Wars enthusiasts <laughs> out there to like pause it at specific yes. timestamps. And check to make sure the hilt of the blade yes. of the lightsaber is is Ezra's. It is exactly. green, so it, it has green, it, you yeah. know we're halfway there, right? Uh, so I mean, it, to to see that, and and I'll you know we'll talk a little bit more about about Sabine later on with the discussion about you know uh, the Ahsoka series in general. But you know I, I'm excited to see this piece of it because you see somebody really Sabine is somebody who you never really thought would get any type of training from any Jedi or former Jedi or anything. So I think seeing this for the first time was really cool. And it did give vibes of, you know, kind of the old school um, master apprentice teaching lessons and, you know, where the apprentice is on the ground, <laughs> like, you know, getting beaten down by the, uh, by their master. So I, I think yeah. it's, I think it's, it's cool. It's cool to see. And I'm, you know, we'll see what, what it comes up. And I, and I, I'll be interested in when in the series we're actually going to see this too. Yeah, this feels like it's probably like an episode one or two, at least mm-hmm. the, the training sequence with Ahsoka, M- maybe episode two. Mm-hmm. And I should also mention uh, episodes one and two of Ahsoka premiere on the 23rd of August, not just episode one. Uh, we'll be talking a little bit more about those episodes specifically. No no details or anything, of course, just in, uh, generalities later on in the episode. Um. Another thing I should mention, I, I pointed this out to you before we started recording, but at the end of the trailer, there's a, a clip where uh, Sabine is flying in what I, what would I assume is the ghost mm-hmm. with Hera piloting the ship. Um, and it, it, you know, it, it goes to Sabine and she goes, whoa, you know, she lets out this yell. And it reminded me of Luke and the Millennium Falcon yep. when Han Solo is flying. So there was some sort of like throwback to, yep. to Luke and the Millennium Falcon right there. Yeah. Don't get cocky, um, kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> R- real quick before we move on to the second clip. Uh, yes or no? Do they make Sabine force sensitive in the show? Oh my gosh, we're gonna go we're gonna go right into that now, aren't we? <laughs> Just yes or no. We can talk Just about yes it more no. later okay. if you um, want. Yeah. Um, what do I want or what do I think the show does? Either or both, whatever okay. you want. I want her to not be force sensitive. Okay. And I think the show will make her kind of force sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, we're definitely going to talk about that more yeah. later. We have to bring that back up at yes, some point. Absolutely. I, I will say I'm, I'm definitely on the same page with you as not wanting her to be force sensitive. Um, I I don't know. Like I don't think it's it's unheard of that yeah. we can see a, a non force sensitive lightsaber wielding person. Finn, Is that Finn? Finn, yeah, yeah, stood his stood his ground with Kylo, kind of, I guess. So, um, yeah, remains to be seen. We'll we'll talk about it more maybe yeah. towards the end of today's episode. But <laughs> um, let's hop into this second clip first of all. The Rosario Dawson. It was actually, I think, an extended 
I want to say like a minute, 10 second yeah. clip. Mm-hmm. But the the theme of the clip or the title of the clip is uh, Rosario Dawson explaining all things Ahsoka in 30 seconds or less. So it basically gives, you know, the very brief backstory of Ahsoka. And she's, and, and and she's speed talking the entire time. Maybe we oh, yeah. Had. Yeah, yeah. Which is impressive. It impressive. It's impressive. Impressive. Yeah. Impressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so not not too much here in terms of like new uh like groundbreaking news about ahsoka or anything but like we said kind of like a too long didn't watch version of right of uh previous ahsoka content and then you also pointed out that uh there's a moment in this where we have we got a little bit of the sassy chopper that we're used to seeing from <laughs> star wars rebels yeah at the end where uh rosario is basically done she's kind of waiting for some acknowledgement from chopper and then you know chopper does the chopper thing gets a little sassy and then yeah. she's like rude you know, and that's yeah. very, uh, I would love to see Ahsoka say rude. <laughs> that, would <just> be, <laughs> that would be interesting. So I also made a note of, to you before we started recording that I had mm-hmm. a chopper uh, fun fact okay. for you. Do you know who plays Chopper? Who the plays... voice of Chopper. Isn't it? It's Dave Filoni, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that until today. Oh, really? Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Trivia. Let's go. Trivia. Trivia part two coming soon. Yeah, another <laughs> trivia episode on the way. I actually, I, we could, I don't know when we'll be able to do one of those again. Maybe we'll try to sneak one in sometime with all the Ahsoka craziness over the next two months. Yeah. But, um. Anyways, yeah. More isn't that a great, isn't that a great sentence? Ahsoka craziness in the next two months. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, dude, I'm, <laughs> oh man. Okay, last news segment and then we're going to get into yeah, the yeah. deep talk Ahsoka discussions because I we got a lot to to break down and i'm just excited i know Mm -hmm. we're both pumped so um this third clip that was also released on the star wars twitter uh was titled well first of all the clip was about again anakin kind of from his pov almost speaking to ahsoka it's presumed that this speech although took place previously like when she was uh, much younger during the clone wars and he's telling her about the war and and uh even at one point says trust your instincts which I found, I think a lot of the the way they're choosing to go about Ahsoka's character is kind of drawbacks from like um, Obi Wan and Luke's mm-hmm. relationship, or or even you know the way she handles Sabine, like Anakin and her relationship, and how she maybe uses that or will use that in the way she trains Sabine and whatnot. So right. yeah, Anakin saying to her, "Trust your instincts," just like Obi Wan said, "Trust your feelings." To Luke was was kind of another key point in this one. I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also noted that there's a moment in this clip where she is wearing what would appear to be a blue Imperial uniform. Right. Like maybe she's going incognito or undercover, has a disguise for some reason. And I, I got to say two things. One, one. I don't remember ever seeing a blue uniform. It looks like, because I think it's Imperial because it has that logo on the uh, shoulder there. At least that's what I think it looks like. But two, you're going to tell me that people don't know what Ahsoka looks like. I mean, if you, <laughs> that's going to be, I mean, you know, I, I, and I don't know. I guess it depends on the last time people have seen Ahsoka um, because this happens in, what did we determine? Around 11 ABY, right? Or 9, nine to yeah. 11 ABY or something like that. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah I guess it d- d- depends on that cuz I I you know we know that she makes appearances in the Mandalorian which is around around that time period but between that 
you know, the, so that's when we least, you know, seen her last. But before that, when was the last time anyone has seen her? So maybe, you know, maybe just she has been in isolation. She's been in exile and, you know, work, honing her skills and uh, nobody's seen her. Nobody knows what she looks like. But I, I thought it was interesting to to see somebody as, as prominent as her in the Star Wars, Star Wars universe being in a cost in the incognito. I just thought that was a, a funny little uh, side. Right, no helmet or anything, just like <laughs> hoping that no one recognizes her, which maybe that's maybe they don't, but also it's worth noting we don't really know what the greater status of mm-hmm. the bad guys in Star Wars are at this point in time. True. At least, you know, the the empire's gone, the first order is gone, or maybe there's remnants of both. Clearly there are remnants of both, but you know, as to what the greater organization of the big bad in the in the Star Wars universe is at right. this point in time, we're not really sure. So, I don't know. That remains to be seen. Um, or no, wait, I should, I think I misspoke. Not the First Order, right? This would be between... Right, the Empire. This would be between Empire and... and, first, and yeah. Right, right. Not first order, just the empire. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Right. So maybe, maybe some sort of intermediary in the blue uniforms. Yes. Yes. Um, but blue is so like course, happy. I mean, that's kind of a surprising know, right? color. Yeah. Normally, it's like yeah. a gray or a black, or so to have like a bright blue. It's kind of it's a little bit shocking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the last thing about the clip that we uh, you pointed this out to me, I didn't even notice it was that in the title of the clip like in the text on the tweet, it was called A New Jedi Will Rise. Yeah. Which is particularly interesting because Ahsoka notoriously left the Jedi Order. <laughs> and up until Mando didn't really consider herself mm-hmm. a Jedi. So mm-hmm. is it referring to Ahsoka? Is it referring to Sabine? Mm, right. What do, you, what do you think? I have... I don't know. I mean, I, part of me thinks it's it's just a marketing thing. They're going to... Do yeah. a little bait and switch on us, you know, like, oh, a new Jedi will rise, wink, wink, you know, you know, kind of a Jedi, you know, because yeah, yeah. when you talk about Star Wars, you know, you talk about Jedi and you talk about Sith. You don't really talk about the people who left the Jedi Order. You don't really right. talk about, you know, those gray areas that you and I love so much, you know. So yeah. I, I think they just had to put that just to say Jedi and this is Jedi and that's, you know, to give it a name. You think it was just a Star Wars intern who was like, oh. Wait, she's not a Jedi? Right. <laughs> and then too late, we already posted the video. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so I, I think it's I think it may be that, but you know, again, it remains to be seen until the show starts. Yeah. Uh, another kind of the last piece of news we wanted to touch on before we actually start talking about sort of our our anticipation of the series itself was the episode runtimes. The runtimes for the first three episodes were all released. Um, I gotta say, I saw these and I was like, oh, that hurts a little bit. Uh, for those of you listening to the audio version uh, uh, who can't see the graphic on the screen, um, episode one will be 54 minutes and 21 seconds. Episode two will be 42 minutes and 15 seconds. Episode three will be 34 minutes and 50 seconds. And then you can almost like subtract another almost basically three minutes three and a half minutes from each of those episodes for credits and uh, at the end and, and at the beginning of the episode. So in total, we're getting one episode that's over 50 minutes 
which yep. is good, I think, for the premiere. I, I was, I'm very happy with that. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of goes down. It's like, oh, 30, <laughs> you know, 42 after the credits, only 38 minutes of an episode for episode two. Mm-hmm. The, the third episode is incredibly disappointing for a runtime, right, not even yeah. 35 minutes and without credits, like yeah. barely over 31 minutes. Right. I mean, 20 minutes less than the, the, the first episode, which is kind of yeah. crazy if you think about it. Yeah. And, and we only get eight episodes total. So it's like, you know. Every every episode where it's a 30 minute as opposed to a 50 minute episode, it just yes. feels like we're getting I don't want to use the word cheated, but like cheated out of a couple scenes that we could have gotten, right. you know, what's crazy. Uh, and think about this after this episode, after, you know, these three are done, you get, you know, the fourth episode. It's half the season ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's half the season's done. So uh, the, I don't I don't want to think that, you know, far ahead. I, I want to enjoy the Ahsoka show week by week but to have that sure. in the back of my mind I'm, I'm already a little bit sad especially if they're gonna just keep going down episode eight is going to be like a five minute episode <laughs> minutes yeah <laughs> yeah do you like the fact we're gonna be able to watch the first two on the premiere night or not because like you said it's only eight episodes and after the premiere night we're gonna be 25 percent of the way through the season <laughs> right um i guess it's definitely a different way to do it um Trying to think of what Andor did. Didn't Andor do? I don't think it did one and two in the same week. I don't think so. But Andor was also longer than Ahsoka, yeah, yeah which yeah. I loved. Uh, Andor is mm-hmm. like the perfect in, in terms of the number of episodes. I think the perfect length. These mm-hmm. these like eight episode seasons just it doesn't at least with Mando season three. If that's an indicator, it doesn't feel like it allows for adequate time yeah. to develop a really solid story and that's right. i think my biggest worry going yeah. into ahsoka is that we're not going to get like a fully developed story like i, th- I think 12 is so much nicer of a number yeah, for a yeah. season yeah but you know I'd be fine. I, i'd be I, fine with 10 to be honest yeah that... even 10 yeah, yeah. but I, my hopes are still pretty high even though it's only eight episodes and yeah. Yeah, i'm sure it'll be good and that's not to knock on the show or anything that's just maybe one of my worries i'm just saying Episode three better be the shortest episode of the entire season. Oh, gosh. <laughs> if there's an episode shorter than the episode three, I mean, 35 <laughs> minutes, that's not very long right. at all. And again, that's like 30 minutes with credits. So, right. We will see. We will see. Well, uh, again, that's the episode links of the, the first three episodes. Hopefully we get some slightly longer run times with episodes four <laughs> through eight. Um. But at this point, we're going to kind of be moving into talking about the series itself, some of our expectations, maybe just a very brief uh, background on the series itself, just going into it in case you uh, perhaps may not have this information or perhaps so that all of us can be on the same page with inf- this information. Because I know Joey and I, like whenever we watch a show, we're like, what year is it in the Star Wars <laughs> timeline right now? Right. Um, so the events of Ahsoka run concurrently the third season of The Mandalorian, which would also explain Ahsoka's notice- noticeable absence uh, in season three of Mando uh, during their effort to reclaim Mandalore. Just to put this in the context of Rebels as well, Rebels ends, the last scene in Rebels is, well, you know, uh, yeah, Rebels ends in one BBY, one year before the Battle of Yavin, which is episode four. Ahsoka begins, again, we mentioned sometime in that like 9, 10, 11, 12 ABY era. 
So this is roughly 10 years after the end of Rebels. Uh, it also takes place within the first 10 years of the New Republic, which will be showcasing the struggles in trying to establish the government, all in the midst of the return of Grand Admiral Thrawn, who, this is something I would like to talk about as well at some point. I don't really have a great sense of how Thrawn, as the main antagonist, is going to cross over with uh, like Balin and Shin and even the mm -hmm. magistrate uh, who we saw in a scene. So that'll be, that'll be something uh, of interest. You want to talk about that now or in yeah, a bit? Yeah. after? Okay. So what is your, what is your expectation for, I don't know why I always, this is the, the dark side <laughs> thing talking. <laughs> I, I like focusing on the antagonists of shows a lot, typically because they, someone's got to, yeah, they provide <laughs> intrigue, you know, there's, well, if it wasn't for them, there would be no story, right? Sure, yeah. Um, let's start with Balin Skull. Of course, we should also, again, mention, uh, you know, rest in peace to Ray Stevenson, the yes. um, actor who portrayed Balin Skull, who passed away just probably about less than two months ago at the time of the recording of this podcast. Um, sadly, we, we won't be able to see his performance uh, in a second season or beyond of Ahsoka, but we're grateful as Star Wars fans for his, uh, uh, you know, being a part of the Star Wars universe. and, and um, that, that will be kind of a bittersweet moment watching him in the role of Balin. Mm -hmm. But um, what are your expectations for Balin? And maybe we can couple Shin with Balin because they kind of seem like a pairing in the show. Yeah, I mean, they... I think in one of the trailers, he explicitly explicitly says, we're no, I'm no Jedi or we're no Jedi. Mm -hmm. Who else has said something very similar to that? You know, I, I so I think I think that was very much on purpose to... Yeah see either you know basically where ahsoka could have fallen to you know if she and you know i i don't obviously we don't have any real background with these particular characters if they were ever part of the jedi order some type of formal jedi training or anything like that so um i mean they're just the guy the 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 team with the red lightsabers at this point you know because <laughs> we know that they're not I don't know if they're inquisitors or or what you know where where they land on the the spectrum of force users. Are the lightsabers red though? Because there there's I think argument to be made that they are somewhere between the dark side and gray. Oh, really? They're like they almost have like an orangish tint to them. Ah, okay. Which thematically would indicate that we're not quite as bad as the Sith were, right? But we're still not gray Jedi. You know what I mean? Interesting. Like, yeah, I guess I didn't even see that. Their their lightsabers are just like tinted a little bit more orange than we've seen in the past from antagonists in Star Wars. Okay, I don't know if that's indicative of. Uh, so it's not your TV. You, your TV settings maybe a little bit off. Maybe maybe it's my computer monitor. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if the color of their lightsaber is entirely indicative of where mm -hmm. their morality lies. But right, that's yeah. you know, have we seen to uh, any orange lightsaber users? Not not in. I think only in uh, video game Star Wars mm, content. Yeah, of uh, Cal Kestis, yeah. Yeah. But I don't, definitely not in live action that I know of or can remember at least. Mm -hmm. And I don't, someone correct us if we're wrong, but I don't think it's appeared in in Clone Wars or Rebels that I can remember. But um, anyways, what does the orange lightsaber mean? We'll have to wait and find out. Uh, we also kind of mentioned earlier that Balin is 
appears to be facing off against Ahsoka, and Shin appears to be facing off against Sabine in more than one scene in trailers. Um, how does Thrawn fit into this? Because I think they're right. really like pumping up Thrawn as like, oh my gosh, you know, you know, he's in live action now. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Lars Mikkelsen, the actor who's playing him, is going to do a great job. Mm -hmm. Are Balin and Shin working for Thrawn? Right. Like, are we even going to see Thrawn in the first half of the show? That's kind of the vibe I'm getting. I don't know if you're feeling that or not. That we will, that we won't. I, it just feels like we won't. I mean, we've, mm -hmm. to be fair, they wouldn't probably reveal much of the Thrawn footage beforehand. Uh, but we've seen a lot of Balin and a lot of Shin, mm -hmm. which suggests to me that we're going to see more of them as villains than Thrawn. Mm hmm. At least early on, right. you know, I could see us getting to Thrawn eventually. So I think that's part of the story, too, is like seeking Ezra, right. really finding out more about what Ezra and Thrawn are up to. So it doesn't even feel like to me, I wouldn't be shocked if we finished the premiere night and we haven't seen Thrawn. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, Do that you, would be a little disappointing, but it wouldn't shock here, me. Here's a hot take. Do you think the Thrawn piece of it all happens later in the season to help set up for a season two. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I think that is way more likely than Thrawn showing up in, in episode one or episode two of the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I don't dislike that course either because that gets mm -hmm. us excited as Star Wars fans. You know, it's like, oh, Ahsoka's going to have like three, four seasons or something like that. Mm -hmm. If they, you know, they kind of, that's how they design these shows. They design them so that they're meant to be. By the way, uh, pay, pay your writers so this can happen already, people. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we need to get that that writer strike over with here soon. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Um, we were hoping uh, that it would be over by the time of this premiere. I remember. Yeah. And uh, what if? Don't what say if it. it. Just never ends. <laughs> don't say it. I don't want a Chat GPT version of Ahsoka season two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be interesting let me tell you um yeah i just i i don't see thrawn fitting concretely into the story the early story of season one mm -hmm. it it feels very much like for example with mando how the conclusion of season two felt way more satisfying than the conclusion of season one mm -hmm. at least for me, and I think yeah, for oh, yeah, a lot yeah. of Star Wars yeah, fans absolutely. too, yeah, I think that's probably what Ahsoka is going to be. I mm -hmm. don't think season one is going to end, and it's going to be like resolving anything. Mm -hmm. I think it's only going to be building anticipation and excitement for season two. So I don't, if I had to guess, I don't think we're. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out there now. I don't think we're gonna see a ton of Thrawn in season yeah. one. Right. I, I'm. I. I would go along with that as well. Yeah. Um, I have one more thing in terms of antagonists, but I'm going to hold on to it and okay. talk about it a little bit later in one of our further segments. Okay. And, and maybe we can just uh, hop on to our next thing we wanted to talk about, which was the world between worlds. And Oh, boy. This just introduces so many potential things to the world of Star Wars. I think there is a pretty big effort on the part of show writers particularly dave filoni for people to not view this as oh now we can go back and change anything that ever happened right because i think that's a wormhole you don't want to open uh and in a sense because the 
the temple on the fall was destroyed. I think that's an effort to put closure to it. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, it's, you know, but we're certainly going to see it again because there's multiple, you know, portals and we see one in the trailer. Presumably that's yeah, what it yeah. is. Uh, and that's also where we see the magistrate with Balin and Shin, I guess, trying to open this thing, I would assume is what they're doing. Um, it, it just, I think this is what I am most hesitant about okay. for Ahsoka. Um, I think, I think I'm also nervous that the episodes are going to be too short, but that's, to me, that's different. I can live with a short episode. What mm. would really not be great is if they somehow use this world between worlds. I don't think this will happen for the record. Yeah. But I don't want them to like leave it too open-ended to the point where when season one of Ahsoka ends, people are like, well, why don't they do that to save Qui-Gon? And right, why don't right, they do right, that yeah. to save Mace Windu? And why don't mm -hmm. they do that to save Anakin? You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, and I don't think Dave will allow that to happen. Right. But I think it's fair to say that following Rebels, those were some of the things people were saying about absolutely. the world between worlds. Oh, absolutely, right. And, and st even still are saying. So mm -hmm. I just, I want the show to do, a, to do a good job of handling it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's, it's easy when you have a mechanism like this to make changes. And mm -hmm. I don't feel like they'll go this easy route to do anything like that. You know, I, I think, I feel like they're purists as far as the timeline and, and from a business standpoint also, you don't want to go overwrite somebody else's stuff, you know, that it just, mm -hmm. it just looks bad, you know? So I think that's, I don't think that's what they'll do. Uh, but I'm kind of with you that there needs to be, you know, specific rules almost to, to the use of this, like I said, this mechanism. I don't, that's probably the best, you know, name I can give it. Um, the world between worlds, because cause, I, I mean, I will admit once they introduced it in Rebels and we saw how Ezra used it, basically saving Ahsoka out of it, because honestly, but at th that point, we didn't really know what was going to happen with the Vader Ahsoka you know, duel there right. that happened in the previous season, I believe, right? Um, right. Uh, I think the end of season was it season two. two? Okay, so two yeah. seasons before that, mm -hmm. right? So we didn't we didn't really know what happened. So so to know that that was the result of it, that's one thing. Um, but to now and but the you know in that same episode, he tries to go say, well, he has the idea to try and save Kanan, you know. But Ahso Ahsoka talks him out of it. So you know that there is uh, a moral responsibility of how to use this, you know, this 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 tool. So I'm I'm hoping that's kind of where we continue to go. Of course, in the hands of the wrong people, aka Balin and Shin, Magistrate, Thrawn, the Emperor, whoever, you know, they they don't necessarily play by those same rules, those moral rules, right? So maybe that's, you know, so. So maybe that's where, I don't know, is this where we see some more info on the Emperor coming back, using this in some way? You know, so that's that's kind of my, you know, shot in the dark. Maybe there's something there that we that we can we can get off, you know, that we can bring in from this. But other than that, you know, I, I, I they they seem to be really good about like, okay, the, the, this is how you use it, you know. 
Um, but don't go too crazy about it. And, I, and like I said, I think from, you know, from a writer standpoint, again, you just don't want to just take Qui-Gon back. You don't take, Sam, you know, Sam Jackson, I, uh, Mace Windu <laughs> right back, you know. So I think the I, I think they'll do fine with it. I think Dave will be, do a good job with it. But of course, everyone's going to talk about how they could, you know, retcon the sequel trilogy now and all this stuff. So um, this is their avenue. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. So uh, be be ready for those uh, YouTube videos that say, well, actually you could do this. And, you know, so <laughs> this is how, this is how Palpatine came back yeah, somehow. Yeah. yeah. And that's a uh, yeah, Poe po Dameron says it, you know, that's the meme again right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting. I think I think I read an article that uh, Dave Filoni was quoted in. He was talking about the world between worlds and he almost described it as he, he explicitly actually says it's not time travel. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I totally get what he's saying, because that's not the way that the mechanism of the world between worlds is going to be used. Right. But um, more or less, Ezra put his arm through the portal, yeah. ended up in a different time and rescued ahsoka so no it's not time travel but does it function that way effectively right, yeah. even though they're not using it that way well uh, it's it's easy to say it's not time travel because time travel isn't a real thing so it's sure you know, yeah. so so yeah. we you know of course it's not time travel because we don't it doesn't exist so how how would you ever know the the uh the constraints around it right yeah yeah <laughs> dave also goes on to say that that he views the world between worlds and the world between worlds was written to almost embody the essence of the force okay rather than it being this conduit for getting from place to place and you know and effectively changing or alter uh altering reality just n- willy-nilly right um which to me reminded me a lot of the six at least the way dave was talking about it the six episodes of clone wars i think it's season six with yoda where he's Mm. learning from qui-gon about the essence of the force Mm -hmm. that's some of my favorite star wars content is when they explore like the bindu episodes and rebels where they really dive into what the force is because it's easy to like look at it from the just the original trilogy perspective of there is light and dark there is balance but when they really dissect it and they get into the nitty gritty, like the Mortis arc with the father yeah. and the son and the daughter, I just, I love that stuff. That makes the world so rich and deep. And Absolutely. I hope that is something I come out of the end of Ahsoka, maybe not necessarily season one, but the end of the show, however many seasons it has. Mm-hmm. And I think, wow, that really added depth to the world between worlds and that added depth to the right. lore of Star Wars. That's what I enjoy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh man, there's gonna be so much, and and that's what I'm hoping for is they keep breaking down the this lore, introducing new lore. I think Ahsoka is like the perfect show for it because she's been in the animated series, she's been in you know now in live action, uh, she has her own books. I mean, she's everywhere for those. Who don't? I mean, but there there are still people out there that don't really know Ahsoka. That's why they need to have Rosario Dawson do the too long didn't watch thirty second review of who Ahsoka <laughs> is. And you know, I we, I didn't really talk about it when we were talking about that, but part of me just like 
there's just so much more. You know, you you need to watch. You know, like part of me just really like you just need to watch all this stuff to really have a feel for who this character is. Um, but yeah, we we can go on all day about how much we just want everyone to watch everything. But I get it. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's it's gonna be good. I, I I'm confident uh, this show is gonna be something we've we've been hoping for. We've been waiting for. Um, one of the other last things we wanted to touch on before uh, the end of today's episode is that we wanted to talk about some of the characters specifically that we're most excited to see. Uh, not just the ones that we know are going to be in the show, but perhaps if we were to insert someone who has not been confirmed as being in the show, who might that be? Mm-hmm. So we'll start off with the former and each pick a character who we're most excited to see. Uh, I cheekily in my notes but other than Ahsoka, because <laughs> if I had to pick one, it would be her. But uh, the both of us selected a character. Do you want to go first? You... Yeah, you can go. You can go ahead. Okay. Um, well, I I picked Thrawn not only because um, this will be the first time we'll be seeing him in live action, and not only because I've been reading a a book recently, a Timothy yeah. Zahn book. How about far did you get? How far did you get into it? I I didn't get as far into it as I wanted to. I think I'm. I'm only six or seven chapters now at this point. Okay, uh, but good even read. that it's has such a good book. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's it's provided me so much cool context of the character because the first time I saw, th- yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got it. I have it too, so I need to. Oh, nice. it. I, I read it a while back, so I need to read it. Yeah, I think mine's in the living room right now. Nice. I was actually reading it earlier, but <laughs> um, there's a great scene. I think I talked about it in last week's episode, but. There's a great scene where he meets Palpatine for the first time, and just experiencing that interaction gave me so much more insight into the character mm-hmm. of Thrawn. Um, he's he's not only uh, extremely intelligent, but he's also cunning, and he knows how to get what, what he wants, and he knows how to leverage things, even if that means uh, leveraging himself from a position of potential weakness into a position of strength and power. I mean, that's how he got to where he is. That's yeah. how he became grad, Grand Admiral. He yes. definitely didn't start from that place. And, right. I, and I, again, I would recommend the book to anyone who. Right. And he has like the easiest name ever. Have you? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Let me just, <laughs> let me just look up Grand Admiral Thrawn's like birth name. Uh, because the first time I saw this in the book, I think I spent like a solid 60 seconds trying to pronounce this name. Yes. Uh, and all, for all those of you readers out there of the Star Wars universe, you probably are like, what do you mean you don't know how to pronounce it? <laughs> it's Mithranur. Hold on. Mithranurodo. This is his full name. Yeah. Guys, Myth- there's apostrophes in that name. There's two apostrophes in that name. <laughs> <laughs> Mithranurodo. 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 <laughs> this is just going to be like a. Uh... You know what? You know, in our next trivia contest, um, should have the spelling, the proper spelling of. Uh... Theron's actual name. This is going to be a uh, <laughs> a uh, a Duolingo with you and me, where we're both just learning Chiss the whole time. Yes, but yeah, that's his full real name, which you also learn in the book, which is kind of cool. That is but, very cool. Um, I, again, not to ramble too much, I, I'm excited to see Thrawn. I want to see how he factors into what kind of the greater evil is at this point in the galaxy. Uh, and I want to hopefully see a decent amount of it in the season. Yes. I won't be too disappointed if we only get him in the latter couple episodes. 
or maybe even the last episode, but because um, I I think that kind of sets the show up on a trajectory for it to be Ahsoka versus Thrawn, and mm-hmm. and you know even Ahsoka and Ezra and Sabine all versus Thrawn, which again that this show is being marketed as Dave as Rebel season five, right? So that would make sense, I, I think. Right, yeah. Uh, it's going to be, no, it's going to be the la- the the two shots that you've seen of Thrawn so far are the last two scenes, the last two shots of season, uh, the first The last of, 30 of seconds of season one, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, that, they, they've spoiled it already for us. Yeah, I just, I, I want to see him in live action. He's such yeah. a great character, and, and to see him come, you know, to life is something I'm pretty excited for. Nice. Who's, uh, who's the character you're most I mean, no, no big surprise here, but I am excited to see Sabine in live action they ended you know kind of to what you were saying this season of ahsoka is basically rebel season five they ended the rebels you know season four with basically an epilogue that was narrated by sabine right Mm -hmm. and you know there was excuse me a lot of pressure on her you know from ezra to you know that he's counting on her whatever that means you know so i feel like they're using Ahsoka's series, obviously this, you know, quote unquote rebel season five to continue that story. And, you know, when we did our rewatch the, the previous week here and I was watching those last couple scenes, I was just so excited to, and I was like getting emotional because I'm like, we're about to see whatever this, you know, what we're talking about here. Cause you know, for however long we've been waiting since the end of rebel season four to now finally get it here. I thought it's just, I'm so excited to see this, you know, to see her character. The same with you. Of course, I'm excited to see Ahsoka and what she's going to be offering. But uh, anything, anybody else outside of her, yeah, I'm excited to see what Sabine's going to do. They're they're doing, they're definitely marketing it like, you know, she was being trained by Ahsoka and she was going to be a Jedi and, you know, all this stuff. So, um, which is something that we never really expected, you know, but. And again, I wonder, and I've said, I think I said this on on Twitter or X or whatever it is, um, that you know, is this a bait and switch? Is it going to be, you know, this is what it looks like? Because there's even the one scene in the trailer where she's, you know, holding her hand out, looks like she's trying to use the force, and then the scene right after that, or the cut right after that, is Shin saying, "You have no power." So yes, that's what it looks like. But is that really what happens in the show? I don't think so. I don't think they would give that much away. Um, just based on the trailer. So that's, that's kind of my, I I've been burned by star Wars trailers before. <laughs> uh, uh, please look up rogue one, um, rogue one trailers, the <laughs> uh, things that never happened in the actual movie show up in the trailers and things like that, especially like Jin Erso being, you know, being facing off against a tie fighter that never happened by the way, in the actual movie. Um, so there's, so I've definitely been burned by like getting my hopes up for something and then just be like, Oh, that, that, Either that never happened or that's that's not exactly how it looks. So um so but either way, I'm excited to see Sabine. Uh much, much easier uh full name than than Thrawn. So I think uh better better already. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I, I wanna see what ends up with her character and her character uh development. What do you think the consequences of her being force sensitive are? <laughs> oh, here we go. Now we're getting into it. <laughs> I mean you know, you know when I said earlier about like don't step on other creators' toes. I mean, it's the yeah. same creator. It's Dave, isn't it? So <laughs> Dave's got a major part in Rebels, and then this, and so it's uh, it's it's. I don't. The consequences, though. It's like the opposite of 
I mean, I, I, th- there are there there are stories in Star Wars where some people like kind of learn all this kind of late, right? I mean, great great examples. Luke was pretty late in the game. Ray was pretty late in the game. Sabine could be late in the game. You know, I, th- that that could happen. I guess you know. Um, so it's not unheard of, but I think because, but with, with Luke and with Ray, we didn't have any stories leading into, you know, the first time we were introduced to them in, in, in their movies. Right. Um, Sabine, we have four seasons of rebels, you know? So for all of a sudden to turn around and say, Oh, by the way, she can move stuff with rock, you know, she can move rocks with the forest or whatever, you know, it would, it would just be, it would almost feel like you're cheating all of a sudden the, uh you know, people that have watched Rebels, you know, like, well, she didn't have, you know, she was with Kanan, she was with Ezra, you know, it just seems like that would have been a wasted opportunity to to have another one, you know, what do you, what do you think? Yeah, I just, it creates all sorts of, like, why now scenarios. Right. Again, like, this isn't, it wouldn't be the first person who came into force sensitivity at an, at a later age, but um, I just, I, I hope they don't go that direction. Right. I feel like it makes more sense for the show, even though, you know, I think you're not far off by this could just be a large bait and switch where they're like, look, Ahsoka's training her, Ahsoka's training her. Mm-hmm. And then she's really not force sensitive the whole time. And, and maybe it's just to, I don't know. Just a trainer. Just a, just trainer, a trainer to battle. Yeah. Like, know? does she have to be force sensitive to be trained? Who knows? Well, maybe we'll find out. But I, I definitely would prefer her to not be force sensitive, and I'll I'll go on record by saying I think they're going to surprise us by having her just not be force sensitive, even though they've been hinting at her being sensitive, force right. sensitive in the trailers. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'm just hoping too much. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. They they're leaning on it a lot. That's that's kind of almost why I'm thinking they won't. That's part of me where I'm, I'm the same way. Is that uh-huh. they? They are just. It seems like a lot of information to give, right? Um, in the weeks leading up to the series, so I would be, I would be shocked if it was, but not surprised if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I, I think that's going to be the major topic of discussion following episodes one and two. Absolutely. Which we should also mention. Uh, next week's. Actually, lots lots coming in the next couple of weeks. We've got uh, not only podcast episodes recapping and covering each of the episodes. Next week's we'll likely cover episodes one and two, uh, but we'll also have individual reactions to the episodes. So um, after you watch the episodes, definitely check out the YouTube channel if you want to see what our reactions were to each of the moments of the first two episodes of Ahsoka. And again, the last thing we wanted to talk about today was kind of a a fun hypothetical game. Mm -hmm. If we could insert anyone into the show, who Mm -hmm. would that be? I went first on the last one, so you want to go first on this one? I'll go this one. Um, Here's a a shot in the dark, just kind of out of nowhere person. Um, Aiden Versio from Battlefront 2. She was, I forgot the name of the squadron she was a part of, but she was basically part of like an elite squadron, you know, on the Empire. And uh, she ended up defecting, going over to the rebellion side uh, within the, you know, in the game itself in Battlefront 2. 
and uh, she is still around at this point. So, I mean, she doesn't have to play a big part, you know, but you know me, I, I just like it when they cross over into different territories, territories here. So an Iden Versio would be a pleasant surprise for me. Um, I did like uh, Janina Gavinkar. She's the actress that uh, did the voice and obviously the motion capture for um, Iden Versio in the game. So it would be a very easy thing, kind of like how Thrawn did it for um, mm-hmm. Rebels uh, and uh, Lars Mikkelsen. So I think it would be uh, it would be pretty fun. I think that would just be a fun thing. I'm I'm not trying to go too deep on these, but I was I was thinking like there's um uh, a couple books called the Alphabet Squadron. There are a couple pilots in there that I think would be pretty cool. Um, but I didn't want to dig too deep into the crates for for uh for this one. So I didn't versio Battlefront two. Uh, she's gonna nice. be in episode six, I think. In Inferno Squad. Inferno right? Squad. Thank you. Yes, yes. Inferno Squad. The, she'll be in the way six. the way that the side note the way the characters look in that game are just like so it's crazy how how they can make them so realistic and lifelike yeah i mean this looks i mean the if you're watching the video version of the podcast you know we have a screen cap from one of her uh what uh from the game itself and if you put that up against her actual picture in irl life yeah she is it looks exactly like her it's crazy yeah yeah that'd be pretty neat to see her I think there's a pretty decent chance we get just, you know, someone thrown into Ahsoka who you're like, wow. Um, mm-hmm. Someone I literally just thought of now that I didn't even make a note for um, was, are we going to see Zeb? You know, we know he's alive. Oh, yeah, 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 right, yeah. So hopefully that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, get the get um, the crew back together, yeah. Exactly. The, the two people I picked, though, one of them is kind of a silly one. Uh, and the other one is very heavily influenced by, I think, a, not only some of the trailers, but I, mm-hmm. I think a fair amount of fan theory. Uh, it's fair to say. My silly one is Grogu. Uh, <laughs> and then my ser- more serious one is Barris Offie. Yeah. Uh, I, I would be pretty surprised if we see Grogu in Ahsoka. Although I wouldn't put it past Disney, like being like, you gotta have Grogu in yep. at least one episode. <laughs> yeah, just just like have him like hopping around somewhere, you know. Yeah, we know he yeah. could jump like crazy. So, yeah, exactly. We know he's <laughs> a lot more powerful now, but we do know this takes place like as season three of Mando is happening, and we've seen like where Grogu is at this point in time. So unless Ahsoka extends beyond the end of the third season of The Mandalorian. I think it's more unlikely that we see Grogu, so that one's kind of just wishful thinking. Uh, but then my kind of my main one I wanted to talk about is Barriss Offee. If you don't know who Barriss Offee is, she was a Jedi at the time of the Clone Wars, uh, very close in age to Ahsoka as well. And there's a whole episode or two, actually I think it's two episodes uh, of the Clone Wars, which really, she's Barriss is an important character because she's kind of the beginning of what leads Ahsoka to leave the Jedi Order. Maybe not the beginning, but she's definitely the catalyst. Maybe that's a better word to use in that in these Clone Wars episodes, um, Barris frames Ahsoka and the Jedi Council is kind of just unwilling to hear Ahsoka out. And, you know, they kind of accuse her of something she didn't do. And so even though when it comes to light that Barris is the real culprit and not Ahsoka, uh, Ahsoka is of the mind that you didn't believe me and I told you it wasn't me. And I, you know, she just doesn't feel like she can put her full faith in the order anymore and that they don't have, I guess, the priorities straight. And so all that to say, Barris is the one who frames her in the episode. And that ends up being 
kind of a dark side force user and is arrested by the uh, Jedi Temple guards. And that's really the last we see of Barris. We don't really mm-hmm. know what her status is. Mm. And fast forward to the trailer, a very popular theory that's going around right now. At, at one point in one or multiple of the Ahsoka trailers, we see what appears to be an Inquisitor who... Oh. Before uh, this trailer, I always assumed the Inquisitors were gone kind of after the time of Rebels. Um, so first question is, are the Inquisitors still around? Is this mysterious masked person actually an Inquisitor? They have one of those Inquisitor lightsabers with the, you know, the twirling middle piece or the rotating centerpiece. Um, so that would be my first question. Is the mysterious figure an Inquisitor? Second question is most of the scenes we see the Inquisitor in, in the trailer, they're not with, uh, Balin or Shin or even the magistrate. Mm -hmm. And so this almost feels like a, like a one-off antagonist rather than someone who's working with the other antagonists. And so I think it'd be really cool to have Barriss be this dark side force user and part of the story I don't know what would make more sense for Ahsoka to. I think it would make more sense for Ahsoka to almost redeem Barris rather mm-hmm. than like defeat her and, and potentially oh, absolutely. kill her as well. So I think that'd be pretty cool to see this unknown Inquisitor like character be Barris and right. this be the conclusion of her arc full circle. And she's actually like saved in the process yeah. by Ahsoka and she's. You know, a light side force user, maybe in season two or something like that's, that. That's that's our headcanon now, at least going it into is head, this. Yep, at least yep. going into the season. That's a, <laughs> that's a really good one. Officially headcanon. <laughs> yeah, I, like I, I think that'd be pretty cool. So. I like it. Uh, also, let us know down in the comments who are you most excited to see in Ahsoka, and also let us know of anyone who has not been mentioned in the show. Who would you like to see inserted into the show, perhaps in a special role of any Hondo. kind? Ando, <laughs> honestly, that'd be so cool. <laughs> Side note: I walked into the uh, Smuggler's Run ride at ah. Disneyland. I think I talked about this on the last episode, and there's just this giant Hondo <laughs> talking. I'm like, oh my gosh! <laughs> nice. And of course, all my family members are like, which movie is he in? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anyways, shout out to Hondo. I think that about does it for this episode, but. During next week's episode, of course, we're going to be breaking down and covering not just the first episode, but also the second episode, because again, we're getting the first two episodes of the premiere season of Ahsoka. It's going to be a we're gonna blast. Be up, we're going to be up late that night. Oh, man, we're going to be up. We're going to be up late. The episode comes out. Both the episodes come out at, well, I assume they're both going to come out at the same time, typically around 2 a.m. our time. Uh, we will hopefully have a reaction to. Both of those episodes uploaded by like maybe five, six in the yeah. morning, somewhere around there. Yeah, we'll see. Shortly after we finish watching them. And then uh, the following night, that would be Wednesday, uh, Wednesday evening, the 23rd, we will record our full podcast episode where we'll cover the details of the episode in full and talk about it with some of our reactions following a 24-hour uh, <laughs> whirlwind remove. event yeah exactly that's exactly. why that's why part of me just like 
episode 334 minutes all right i guess we could stay up until 2 30 or yeah <laughs> you know that's exactly a bit better. we're gonna be up to like 4 a.m on uh on the uh the first the first weekend oh, or the man. first uh the premiere hopefully they do the uh surprise drop at like 1 30 or something just that's to save right, us yeah. half an Jeez. hour of sleep at some point yeah well, uh, we greatly, greatly appreciate each of you listening to the Hoth Hangout podcast as always. Remember, you can check out the Hoth Hangout podcast on Spotify and Apple and anywhere you get your podcast. Leave a five-star review and uh, check us out on each one of those platforms or wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, we are on all the socials, including TikTok, Instagram, and X slash Twitter. Shout out Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> not sponsored a, not sponsored no blue at checks hot, no blue no blue check for us no blue checks <laughs> at, at hot hangout on each of the socials and of course as always you can check out the video version of the podcast on youtube shout out to the 154 of you subscribed over there again we're going to be posting our reactions to every single ahsoka episode on the hot hangout youtube channel so uh definitely check it out we also want to give a special shout out to producer gibbo he couldn't be with us for this episode tonight uh but he puts so much work in behind the scenes into every single episode of the podcast for making it look all pretty and whatnot and uh, making it go smoothly so uh, we want to make sure we give some love to gibbo and uh Thank you, gibbo. hashtag much love gibbo down in the comments of the youtube channel right. joey any last thoughts before this is our last podcast before next time we'll talk on you know, a podcast we'll have seen the first two episodes of ahsoka i can't wait and this and the next seven weeks of podcast is going to be about this right so we're this so is excited ahsoka ahsoka <laughs> ahsoka i hope you're all ready for the ride we are ready but thank you again always for all of the support that you guys give us uh i love we love reading the comments responding to the comments on youtube i always try to yeah, you know, you know, respond to every single one of them. So uh, we love talking with you all. So make sure to uh, drop those comments in there as well. But thank you. Thank you again. Absolutely. Let us know what you're most excited for. Looking forward to it with Ahsoka. We are super pumped. Looking forward to it so very much. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Hoth Hangout podcast. We'll catch you in the next one with some more Ahsoka following the premiere. And may the force be with you. <laughs>